0: Welcome back to the Youth of Bible in one year, day 262. Today we're talking about freedom. We are free when we believe and put our faith in Jesus Christ. He frees us from anything that's happened in our past, and he also frees us from the things that happened in our future. So how do we refuse to be trapped by our past? How do we refuse to be trapped by the guilt of things we've done? Well, let's see how we can walk in the freedom of Christ.
1: He had no one to help him become a lawyer or a politician. He was not interested in the army, had no desire to be a doctor. Therefore, the only obvious career move in those days for a man of his background was to become a clergyman in the Church of England. He tried to make himself acceptable to God by keeping the whole law inwardly and outwardly. He got up early, he prayed, he denied himself, He tried to earn forgiveness and peace by increased effort, but he groaned under a heavy yoke. On the 24th of May, 1738, at 8.45pm, he heard someone reading a book by the great reformer Martin Luther. He later recalled, While he was describing the change that God works in the heart through faith in Christ, I felt my heart, strangely warmed I felt I did trust in Christ Christ alone for salvation and an assurance was given to me that he'd taken away my sins even mine and saved me from the law of sin and death John Wesley became one of the greatest preachers ever preaching over 40,000 sermons Centred on freedom through faith in Jesus Christ. He had, as he put it, exchanged the faith of a servant for the faith of a son. He was free at last. Freedom is the word that best sums up the Christian life. You too are free. Therefore refuse to be trapped
0: by your past. From Psalm 108 Save us. And help us with your right hand, that those you love may be delivered. Give us aid against the enemy, for human help is worthless. With God we shall gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. Cry out for freedom. David knew that
1: God loved him, and he prayed that God would save and help him. Save us and help us with your right hand that those you love may be delivered. To be saved is to be set free. If you are facing some difficult challenge in your life, pray like David. Give us help for the hard task. Human help is worthless. In God, we'll do our very best. Lord, thank you that you love me. Help me and set me free. Lord, today I pray for your help with.
0: New Testament from Galatians 4 and 5. Tell me, you who want to be under the law, are you not aware of what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. His son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh but his son by the free woman, was born as the result of a divine promise. These things are being taken figuratively. The women represent two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. This is Hagar. Now Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem that is above is free and she is like our mother. Now you, brothers and sisters, like Isaac, are a children of promise. At that time the son born according to the flesh persecuted the son born by the power of the Spirit. It is the same now. But what does Scripture say? Get rid of the slave woman and her son, for the slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with the free woman's son. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman but of the free woman. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You've fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Live a life of freedom.
1: In our culture, freedom is often understood as being able to do whatever you want, how you want, when you want. But when you live in that way, you don't necessarily feel truly free. According to Paul's teaching in today's passage, freedom comes through Jesus Christ. His message is that you are not born free but that in order to be free, you must be born again. True freedom is found in a life of faith in Christ. Many ideas of freedom fail because they do not realize the true nature of our captivity. A belief in freedom as the birthright of a particular group of people has often given birth to malignant nationalism and racism. It's produced some of the gravest evils of recent times, including Nazism and apartheid. The title of the film, Cry Freedom, expresses something we all long for. Whether it's racial and political freedom, as in the case of this film, free speech, free assembly, free worship, a free conscience, or economic freedom and individual freedom, the whole world cries out for freedom. All these forms of freedom are important, but you can have them all and still be in slavery. Alternatively, you can have none of them. And still be free the gospel contains within it the promise of other forms of freedom but it begins with a freedom that is more profound than any other christ has set us free to live a free life jesus sets us free to live a life of freedom faith and love through the spirit paul's opponents the judaizers boasted about the fact that they were abraham's children Paul, interpreting the Old Testament figuratively, uses an allegorical argument to confront them. Paul said to his opponents that there are two ways in which we can live, in bondage or in freedom. He explains that there are two covenants. He says, in effect, you boast of being Abraham's children, but Abraham actually had two children, one in bondage and one in freedom. True descent from Abraham is not physical, but spiritual. It's not enough to have Abraham as your father. The crucial question is, who's your mother? He argued that by his opponent's insistence on the law, they were in fact children of Hagar. This analogy represents the old covenant, the present city of Jerusalem, Ishmael, the child of the flesh, and a life of bondage. This is the life John Wesley experienced before his conversion. It's a life of frustration and failure, confusion and defeat. To be a Christian, on the other hand, is to be a child not only of Abraham but also of Sarah. Sarah represents the new covenant, the new Jerusalem, the Jerusalem that is above, Isaac, the child of promise, and the freedom that is in Christ. This is what Wesley experienced the day he trusted in Christ and Christ alone for salvation. His heart was strangely warmed. This is the way of peace, joy, and freedom. Paul pointed out that just as Ishmael ridiculed Isaac, the Galatians who are born by the power of the Spirit, should not be surprised that they are being persecuted by these Judaizers. He concluded his argument in this section by saying, We are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. He continued, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. The picture is of an ox bowed down with a heavy harness. Circumcision was the theological symbol standing for a religion of law. Paul argued that to add circumcision is to lose Christ. To seek to be justified by works is to fall away from grace. The Christian life is a life of faith. You cannot work for your salvation. You simply wait for it. Meanwhile, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Lord, thank you for setting me free in order that I might live a life of freedom. Thank you for the freedom the Holy Spirit brings to my life. Help me to express my faith in love today. Old Testament from Isaiah 44 to
0: 46. This is what the Lord says to his anointed, to Cyrus. I will go before you and will level the mountains. I will strengthen you. I will raise up Cyrus in my righteousness. I will make all his ways straight. He will rebuild my city and set my exiles free. Turn to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. By myself I have sworn, my mouth has uttered in all integrity a word that will not be revoked. Before me every knee will bow, by me every tongue will swear. They will say of me, In the Lord alone are deliverance and strength.
1: Tell the good news of freedom. God's love extends to every person of every nation from the moment of conception onwards. Part of his original plan in choosing Israel was that they would bring his blessing to all people. God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He is your maker, there is no other The book of Isaiah repeats this over and over again for emphasis ten times. This passage says, there is no other. God is your maker. He formed you in the womb. God's love extends before birth to conception and the womb. This has profound implications for the debate about abortion and how we treat the unborn. Every human being from the moment of conception is created and sustained by God. I have upheld you since you were conceived. God's love extends beyond Israel to all the nations as well. Since he is the creator of all, God invites all the nations to participate in salvation and freedom. So turn to me and be helped, saved, everyone, whoever and wherever you are. This promises a freedom greater than any the world can offer. Here we get a glimpse of the entire world bowing before Jesus. Before me every knee will bow By me every tongue will swear Paul referred to this verse as a reference to Jesus This was a foretaste too of the fact that God Will also use people who are Gentiles That is non-Jewish Cyrus was a Persian And yet he's described here as the Lord's anointed Isaiah prophesies I will raise up Cyrus in my righteousness I will make all his ways straight He will rebuild my city and set my exiles free This prophecy was fulfilled when the exile came to an end through the hand of Cyrus. This was God's plan. He said, My purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. From the east I will summon a bird of prey. From a far-off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that will I bring about. What I have planned, that will I do. You can be confident that nothing can thwart God's purpose for you. Lord, thank you that from the moment of conception you love all people regardless of race or background. Thank you that Jesus has set us free and that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ
0: is Lord.
1: Pepper adds. Galatians 5.1 says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. It is a wonderful truth that Christ does set us free from our sins, addictions, fears and bad habits. I know that freedom myself. I have seen many others totally transformed by the reality of this verse. We then have to continue to walk in that freedom and not be tempted back into those old habits but keep claiming Christ's freedom and the power of the cross
0: let's pray Lord thank you that you freed me on the cross thank you that I can walk in freedom with you and that I can know true freedom in you Lord, I'm sorry for the things of the past. I'm sorry for where I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for where I haven't shown love to my neighbour and I haven't shown love to you. I ask for forgiveness now. Lord, fill me now with your Holy Spirit. Fill me up to overflowing with your love, so I can truly love my neighbour and love you wholeheartedly. I ask this in your mighty name, the name of Jesus. Amen.